didn't think I'd make it this far, so welcome to episode 8. It's weird because I was actually scratching around going, what can I, what can I talk about? What's actually, could be useful or interesting? I felt like I was scraping the bottom of the barrel. For me, that's the, the best stuff. You're not scraping the bottom of the barrel, you're, you're reaching into a magician's hat and through to the other side. So let's just call it that. <laughs> I've been listening to a guy called Rick Rubin, and he's so-called grandfather of hip-hop. Well, he kind of is, I guess. And he produced dozens of famous artists. He's everywhere right now, across so many different podcasts and all sorts of things. And I was listening to him, and I thought, whoa, this this dude's actually kind of amazing. He reminds me of a, a modern-day, alive Alan Watts in the way he talks about things, creativity, Pulling to push, pushing to pull. doesn't say that, but that sort of zen craziness is sort of imbued through all the stuff that he says. And even in the way he talks, you can feel it. You almost feel like he's a human lava lamp. I kept following around on different podcasts. After a while, he just kept saying the same things over and over. And his life story started to sound like a version of karaoke. You hit the high, the same high points in his stories, hit the same rhythms, and it all sounded spontaneous. And I thought, ah, a part of me saw it as the whole thing as a charade and maybe less than what it really was. But another part of me thought, no, it's not like I have 10 different childhood stories to tell of overcoming something difficult. I've only got the, the one old story that's, yeah, that's all, that's all I've got. And in a place and time now called social media where to get any traction or to put any message out there you, you can't just tell your story once or your ideas just once you have to tell them a few times so i was wondering will i ever get sick of the story of my story that i tell others when i used to go on dating apps each time you'd hear their story and then you tell your story and every time i heard my story i I fucking got sick of it. It's like, am I this person? I felt like I was vomiting up the same old story. This is what I've done. This is where I'm going. This is what I like. I was like, oh, I don't... <laughs> I'm sick of this person that I can hear myself talk about myself. <laughs> um, it was fucking shit. But the older I get, the more I realise new life experiences throw shadow and light across my old stories and they bring new meaning to the past. So in a way, the future alters the past and the future and the past are in a strange way the same kind of thing. And I sort of feel like the past is always being reinvented and it's, and it's always full of possibility. That's what I love. And I thought another way to look at this is that the bathroom mirror seems to always tell you that you have the same old story because you always seem to look the same. But the aging process is so slow and insidious, it kind of hides from you the fact that you've changed so much in a window of, say, five years. So it's a lie that you have the same old story. I'm recording this as I turn 47 today. If I go by life expectancy, I'm, yeah, I'm definitely on the run. I don't want to say the run home. That sounds, it sounds self-indulgent when youngish people say how old they are. So I don't, I don't want to fall into that trap. I'm not that fucking old. <laughs> but I am, but I'm not. So shut up, Darby. Yeah, right, I'm 47, and now I, I would have trouble distinguishing between a 35-year-old and a 25-year-old, whereas when I was 35, I knew clearly, but... 
I guess that sort of sits in with what I was saying about the whole idea of bathroom mirror lying to you, telling you you have the same old story because you, you always seem to, to look the same when it's just not true. Just look at photos and shit and you go, holy shit. Even childhood suburbs will try and lie to the fact that everything's still normal and the same because they slowly change and gentrify or come darrow. Yeah, I try not to visit childhood suburbs for that reason because I feel like I'm just layering my beautiful childhood memory with my stupid, dumb, dull adult memory. The childhood park had become a car park. That's how it goes. But the same story that I might read in a book, and a favourite book that I have, I might dog tag some of those pages and then years later I'll return to the same book. And because I've lived a little bit more since I've last read it, I'm bringing new life experiences to the book. And all of a sudden I'm dog-tagging different pages. And again, I'll come back to the same book even years later than years later. <laughs> and I'll dog-tag a whole different series of pages until all of a sudden the whole book's highlighted and dog-tagged. And that's how many of my mum's books, the state I found many of my mum's books when she died and I was cleaning up her place. All her books were just highlighted and dog-tagged. Maybe that's the time when your story's over. Maybe that's the time in life when your story's done, when all your favourite books are completely highlighted and dog-tagged. I, I kind of like that. But I find it useful to keep telling the same story, whereas I used to think, oh, maybe I'm lying to myself if I'm telling the same old story because bits of the future's wrinkles leak into the past. But I, I love how everything that we do suddenly alters the past. And it's I feel like telling the same old story isn't unlike breathing. Just because I've done it before doesn't mean I'm all of a sudden just going to stop talking about the same few ideas, the same the same few stories it is like breathing it's like being alive or even a football league imagine if we decided okay we're just having one more season of afl to decide for all time who the immortal winner is and then that's it it's all over but we turn out the same a new season every year with a new winner new stories same old story new stories i sort of feel like there are a lot of podcasters or people who i've discovered on social media who do have the same old story and it's beautiful and it inspires me and then probably 18 months later seems to be about a good sort of number that all of a sudden I'll go oh I'm done I'm out I'm unfollowing them and and not because I hate them or dislike them I've I've their stories helped me for that moment in life sometimes I might even just come back to them I've done that with a few people. I found Bukowski, the poet, constantly talked about the same few ideas. He was such a prolific writer. I keep coming back to him because I, I, know, I know a bit about what he's done just through reading pretty much everything a few times. But Bukowski talked about the same few ideas until he absolutely perfected the shit out of some of his three or four paradigms. There's one poem he's written various forms about, about beating life in death and eventually he perfected that poem in one he wrote in the last couple of years of his life called the laughing heart which i'd yeah recommend checking out i feel like it's he'd had a few attempts at that poem over a couple of decades before for me he finally got there and that's the poem that tom waits reads on a youtube yeah if you look it up it's called the laughing heart 
by Charles Bukowski. And yeah, read by Tom Waits. And I love his reaction at the end. Then there's a local Aussie author, Helen Garner, who's super famous. And she said in her autobiography that I was reading or journals that she finally understood that it was okay to keep repeating herself and keep writing about the same stuff and to hone it. She felt like to begin with, she was ripping herself off. This is how, how I felt. I've, I sort of feel like I've just keep banging on about the same three or four ideas and I tried to work out what are, what are those ideas I keep banging on about and for me I can't keep stop crapping on about the magic of childhood, individual voice, being forced into a world where I don't fit in and trying to find beauty in the world and I guess um, there are three or four things that I, I sort of circle around on over and over again. And I, sometimes I feel like, what's the point? I've already said it. Have I clocked writing now? Do I just give it up? And maybe it's true. Maybe the the absolute beautiful thing is just to give it up. My friend, who was the youngest author in Australia to be published by Penguin in his mid to late 40s, all of a sudden he just gave up writing. He wasn't published in his mid to late 40s. It was early 20s by Penguin, which was crazy. Yeah, and his mid to late 40s had relied on writing his whole life and then decided to scave it up and just now he mucks around in his garden for me i kind of feel like that's a pure way of living just going on instinct said what he needed to say over quite a bit of time and went fuck it i'm done i'm out and maybe it'll come back to him they say there's only seven stories to tell. I've heard a few academics break it down into seven different stories. Of, I've written them down. Overcoming the Monster, Rags to Riches, The Quest, Voyage and Return, Rebirth, Comedy and Tragedy. They all sort of involve a, a rise or a fall or a fall and a rise and a fall or a rise and a fall and a rise. And they're all the same thing. They all sort of have some sort of obstacle. And I feel like the story that's done to death on social media and in the days of being authentic TM, uh, the overcoming the monster, which is maybe probably just a sign of the times. It was rags to riches probably 10, 20 years ago. I mean, all of these are timeless and they're always going to pop up somewhere, no matter what cultural times we're living through. But I feel like all stories are a version of snakes and ladders at some point i was thinking you get to a point in life where all the songs start to sound like the same song and hundreds of people you've met or just variations the same two or three people and everyone has the same old story about overcoming something life starts to get weirdly repetitive and my grandpa said to me once when he was mid 80s he said that i've seen the same thing over and over and i was just i'm just getting bored of life i've heard it all and i'm ready to go and my grandma said on her deathbed and she was an artist her whole life she said to me at the very end of her life story even though she knew I was sort of wanting to be a writer or an artist as well she said don't worry about art Darby it really doesn't matter and that was the last thing she said to me she was an artist her whole life and she said just give it up <laughs> I kind of love that so I, I guess I need to find my favourite books highlight and dog tag the shit out of them and then clock life.